0: St. Louis Sports Talk with BK and Ferrario. Brought to you by Smart House Heating and Cooling on 101 ESPN. Ferrario, he's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. Coming up in about 10 minutes or so. 2020 might have been a transition year for the Blues. Craig berube said as much earlier today. We'll let you hear what he had to say about that. Coming up in 10 minutes. But right now, we're very happy to go out to the Brown and Group and Celebrity line. Anthony Castrovins, baseball writer for MLB.com. He's a contributor. You've probably seen him on MLB Network. Joins us now here on the show. Anthony, we didn't expect about a month ago, uh, September to be this interesting for the Cardinals, but thanks for hopping on with us. To talk about this playoff race.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's nice to see a playoff race in, in St. Louis. Cause you're right. Uh, they, they kind of, uh, pulled, pull a rabbit out of the hat here a little bit. <laughs> it's fun to see.
0: So what's your 10,000 foot view, the Cardinals 68 and 64 on the year. They're now two and a half games back in this wild card race, despite the fact that they have a negative run differential on the year. What's your view of where things stand right now in the NL Wild Card race?
1: You know, I saw, um, I live in Cleveland and the Cardinals were here. Um, yeah. Um, a month or so, a little over a month ago, I think it was. And you know, at that point they were playing pretty well. And, and I would have thought had there, if there was any, you know, playoff push, it probably would have revolved around Jack Flaherty coming back and, and really, you know, leading the way. But obviously that has not been the case uh, with, with the shoulder situation for him. So, then you would think, well, they, they must be dead in the water. But, you know, the, the Padres, have they ran into a lot of pitching problems in the second half. Um, the Reds' offense, uh, you know, went through a, a little bit of a rut here of late and didn't show it last night, of course. But, uh, you know, they, they ran into some trouble. So there there was an opening there, and, and the Cardinals are, are still right in the mix. So um, I, I think that their trade deadline activity was, uh, you know, I, I know there was a lot of fan angst about that, and understandably so, because you'd like to see – uh, more big ticket moves, but, um, you know, those guys happen and Lester more happen than Lester, but Lester's had his moments as well. Those guys have made an impact on this club positively. So, um, you know, I, I give them a lot of credit because really from day one of spring training, um, they, they've just had issue after issue when it comes to just getting innings out of their starters, you know, getting, getting guys healthy, keeping guys healthy, et cetera. Um, so to be in this position is is pretty nice. I think there haven't been many moments this season when you've seen both Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, uh, you know, cranking at the same time. But in the last couple of days, you're seeing that. So that's that's great for the lineup. And um, I, I just, my biggest concern, I guess, down the stretch would just be the schedule itself. You know, they have one of the toughest schedules in MLB. Uh, they got the Brewers this weekend, the Dodgers. Uh, they got a lot of Brewers. They got 10 games against the Brewers uh, in the, in the last month there. So that's, that's no small challenge when you're when every game counts so much.
0: Anthony, despite all the frustration this season from Cardinals fans because of the struggles of this team, I mean, legitimately they are still in this playoff race. If they were to get into a wild card, how do you feel like nationally it would be viewed for the Cardinals? Is that considered a success?
1: I think so. I mean, so, you know, going into the season, they were a lot of people's favorite to win the Central on the heels of Nolan Aranato deal. Um, but I will say there's significant depth questions there. You know, they, they kind of they did the Arenado trade and not much else, you know. And I thought, naively, I guess, that they had the best pitching depth in the division. And that's proven to not be true, really. The, the Brewers, you know, the, their upside turned out to rule the day. You know, at the, the front end of the rotation, the back end of the bullpen, that's really carried them a long way. So, uh, you know, a lot of credit to Milwaukee. But um, so I know I know the season. It, it can you could say the Cardinals underperformed relative to expectations. Um, but I just think the way things have specifically played out, you know, being without Flaherty as long as they have, uh, they were without Michaelis for so long. You know, just the injury hits they've taken in their pitching staff in general, and you know, to not get really uh, again until recently with Goldschmidt, you know, not get a true Goldschmidt type season, uh, not get a true arnato type season offensively. Um, you know, to still be in the mix is an achievement. Um, I, I think some things have, have gone pretty well for them that you feel pretty good about, actually, for the long term, th- that being the outfield development, um, which was such a big question mark coming into 2021. Now you feel pretty good about the Cardinals' long-term outfield prospects. So, um, so you know, you take the good with the bad. you got to survive a lot. A lot of teams have had to survive a lot this season on the injury front, and the Cardinals are no strangers to that. Um, I would say, yeah, if they wouldn't, if they are able to claim a wild card spot in spite of all that happening, yeah, I, I would consider that a success.
0: Anthony Kastrovins is our guest here on 101 ESPN. You can read his work over at MLB.com. You should follow him on Twitter at his last name, Kastrovins, C-A-S-T-R-O-V-I-N-C-E. Anthony, you mentioned the schedule, and I think that's one of the big things that we've been paying attention to as well. The Cardinals, it's its a bloodbath down the stretch. They've got basically every contender in the National League. The Cardinals will see at, at least once down the stretch. If I said they're all neutral schedules, they're all playing the same schedule down this stretch. The Reds, Padres, Phillies and Cardinals. Which of those four teams would you like the most to make it into the playoffs despite the schedule? Putting that aside.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard for me because my answer seems to change by the day. Just, uh, you know, complexity of rosters and injuries and whatnot. Uh, I would say of those four teams, the Padres have the most talent, like top to bottom, most talent. Um, they've obviously, uh, fallen back in the NL West picture and just weren't able to keep pace with the Dodgers and giants. But, um, and some of that is self-inflicted wounds, but, but some of that is just bad luck when it comes to pitching injuries and, and, you know, setbacks. So, um, so yeah, the Padres would probably be my pick in a totally neutral situation, but you know they have they have the toughest remaining schedule in MLB uh, statistically. Uh, the Cardinals have the next toughest schedule remaining. So um, you know the the Phillies losing JT Real Muto currently is is a is a big deal for them. Um, you know I was really feeling great about the Reds' uh, chances and still do. Um, I, I think TJ Antone was kind of an X factor for me, for them uh, in the bullpen. And then he came back from an injury and then immediately went right back down. And, and, uh, and, and that's a long-term loss for them. So that, that kind of hurts them. But, um, but I, I think the Reds and the Padres for me are the two strongest teams top to bottom uh, in that mix. Uh, the, the Padres uh, probably have the most talent, but uh, sometimes that's not how it works. The schedule can matter. Um, month of September is always difficult to, uh, to project an MLB. We can, we can look at the schedule and, and determine schedule strength, and we're really good at that. Uh, we're not so good at knowing how teams will play day by day with the, you know, the rosters expand a little bit. The game just looks a little different. Uh, it's not quite to the extreme of, of past years where you could call up, you know, you could have up to 40 guys uh, on your roster and just a trove of bullpen arms, uh, you know, just, just a... You know, a conga line of, of bullpen guys uh, yeah. to fill up a game. You don't have that anymore. It's only two extra spots, but it
0: does make a difference
1: uh, in how the game is managed. So that's why it's it's really difficult to project uh, strength of schedule in September.
0: Anthony, despite the playoff push for the Cardinals, I think the one thing that all their fans are going to be talking about from now until next season are the shortstops that are going to be available via free agency. We've talked a lot about it, how Corey Seager seems to make the most sense for the Cardinals. Do you see a scenario where this St. Louis team and John Mosalek is going to be interested in signing one of those big names?
1: I sure hope so. You know, uh, for me, the Cardinals are kind of on the clock a little bit. I mentioned how they handled last winter and, um, you know, everybody was feeling the effects of, of the pandemic and its effects on revenues. And, and the Cardinals, were able, to their credit, were able to make a big ticket acquisition in Arenado without, you know, much of a financial stake in the matter, you know, and then didn't really have to give up much uh, in terms of talent either. So that was a great trade for them. But it was the, you know, and, and of course, they, they bring back, you know, Molina and, and Wainwright. But in terms of improving what you already had, you know, Arenado was the extent of it. And I, I think we've seen the issues with that. You know, we've seen uh, some depth issues as a result. Um, So for me, I mean, you you can't leave any stone unturned. You have an aging core. Uh, I would think or hope that Wainwright will be back next season. Molina, we know will be back. Goldschmidt and Arnado, you know, these are, these are superstar talents, but they're getting older. And so you got to do right by that group. If that's the group you're going to trot out there, you got to support it as best you can. And I don't know. I don't, I don't see much excuse for not, you know, being in that shortstop market. I really don't. Uh, I, I think it's an easy uh, assistance for the lineup and you can move Paul DeYoung to second and, and, and sign one of those guys, or, or maybe you sign Marcus Simeon and have him play second, however you want to do it. It's very easily done there in St. Louis. And because of the way the Arnato contract is structured um, there, for me, there should be no excuse, uh, you know, to not be in that market.
0: Final question is a little bit of a follow-up to that, Anthony. If they if they did this offseason kind of similar to what they did last offseason, right, and they get another big-ticket item, but they don't add a whole lot of depth and they're they're counting on their young depth to be able to come up again next year and, and produce for them, what does that do for them relative to the National League contenders? Does, does adding a Corey Seager put them on the same level with the likes of the Padres and the Giants and maybe a step below the Dodgers?
1: I really think it could um, because again, I I felt really good about the Cardinals overall pitching complexion going into this year. Um, I've been proven very dumb on that fact this (laughs) year, but that's just the way the season has played out. Like I said, they got hit with injury after injury right from the beginning and it just, it never looked the way they intended it to look. Um, And and again, that happens and the best teams rise above that. And you know, the Cardinals weren't able to account for that, but you know, I, I, it doesn't have to be that way next year. You know, they they could be healthier next year, and and that starts with Jack Flaherty. I mean, that's that's one of the best young pitchers in the sport. You have him at full capacity, you're a different looking team right away. You know, so um, so no, I, I don't put it past them to be in the mix if they meaningfully address you know lineup at, you know in the in the infield the way they can. I I think I don't know if that makes them the favorites instantly. Cause Brewers are a very good ball club, you know, um, but. it it certainly improves their, their case and the brewers, you know, they're going to have their own issues. Uh, know, the, the, the increasing cost of Josh Hader in in his last year of arbitration, how do they address that? Do they trade him? You know, do they, do they pay him if they pay him? How does that impact their ability to build around, you know, the rest of the roster, the margins of the roster. So, um, every year is kind of its own entity. And I, I want to put, you know, just because the Cardinals, you know, ran into this, uh, you know, buzz of injuries this year doesn't mean they will next year. They could they could be a, a much stronger ball club. But yeah, I, I'd, again, I'd I'd love to see them add another bat. And there's a, a pretty obvious place where you can do that, and a pretty deep market at that position. And because the market is so deep, you know, the acquisition the acquisition cost, while very high, might not be as high as it would have been if it was only a couple guys at that position. Um, but it's pretty stacked to that position in free agency. And, and they're a team to definitely take advantage of it.
0: Yeah. They've got a real chance to have a buyer's market at the spot where they need an upgrade the most. Anthony, we always appreciate the time, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. All the best to you and enjoy this September race. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area. And now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. You're the one who protects the flock, and that requires an eye for detail. Because when safety and well-being are on the line, it's the details that can save lives. Even when no one else is watching, you see everything. Granger gets you, and we're here for you. And all the ones who get it done with a wide range of safety products and solutions. Plus board-certified safety consultants here to answer your questions. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.